Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Event Express Nintendo Podcast, the official Nintendo podcast of GoombaStomp.com. I'm your host, Cameron Daxon. Joining us, we've got games editor Mark Kalaroff. Everyone on this podcast is required to play Chicory a Colorful Tale. It, it, now we have to. It's it's uh it is it is inevitable at this point. And also we have with us indie games editor Campbell Gill. And we're also all required to play Sea of Stars next holiday season. Uh, great. Put it on the, throw it on the pile, man. There's just so much of the pile. Of course, we are we are referring to the. Uh, su- to me, it was a surprise. The surprise announced. Nintendo Indie Direct that happened just this past week, which is also why we're recording uh, recording the podcast a couple days later, uh, because we want to make sure we were able to cover that direct. So, uh, do you want to just like start at the beginning? How, how like to me, this direct came out of nowhere. I was very very unexpected, um, delightful, a delightful a delightful direct. I thought overall. Yeah. I yeah, mean, on the one hand, it was completely out of nowhere, but then you look back over history, and last year we also had an Indie World, also on December 15th, so I'm thinking Nintendo oh. is just making this a holiday tradition at this point. Love it. Well, yeah. there you go. Uh, that's the, I, I am fine with that. I Same think here, yeah. If this becomes a regular holiday thing, I am very happy to look forward to it each year, cuddle up, get my my cup of eggnog, you know, and enjoy some new in- Indies. <laughs> holiday tradition in the making, man. Yeah, a, 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 oh boy, I almost said a, uh, I tried to combine two words into one word, and I was going to say judicious cup of nog, but that's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, I was going to say delicious or something else. It came out as judicious. It's fine. Uh, judicious nog for all. So I think it's worth addressing the elephant in the room. No silk song in this direct whatsoever, uh, although a very funny thing for a lot of people I saw was they were they had they were watching this this indie world direct and then in the suggested box like right next to it was like silk song trailer and I thought that was pretty funny. No, I saw a lot of that. Literally what happened was as the stream finished, I like I went to another tab to start writing up some notes and then when I came back the silk song trailer was playing and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like I thought that maybe they did a fake out for a second. Like, oh indie world is over. Never mind here is silk song. But oh, man. it turned out it was just the algorithm playing with my hopes and dreams. Love that the algorithm plays with our... with. I love that. <laughs> I legitimately did think there was going to be, like... Oh, also, I know we did one more thing, but here's one more thing. But then that was... It was not to be. But that's okay. Um, so let's... I guess let's just dive in here. Um, so first up, we had Sea of Stars. Hell yeah. Um, from Looks the creators of... Have, have, any, have you guys played The Messenger? I have yeah. not actually. Oh, interesting. Okay, we should we should try to cover the messenger on the show. I know it's a, it's a few years old at this point, but mm-hmm. it's like the all time indie great, like a fantastic two D platformer, very much in the old school style of Ninja Gaiden, combined with like some other very modern twists. Uh, really fantastic game. So the creators of the messenger uh, are putting out Sea of Stars and. Holiday 2022. Interestingly, it's the same universe as The Messenger. I don't know if you guys caught that. Um, mm-hmm. But they made it very Did clear not. in the... They, yeah, yeah. They made it very clear in the trailer. Like, don't worry. You don't have to have played The Messenger to understand what's going on in this game. Because yeah. it looks like it's a completely different play style uh, than The Messenger. The Messenger was kind of a retro platformer with a lot of action twists. This one looks like Secret of Mana to me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, both Secret of Mana and a little bit of Chrono Trigger in there as well with the, yes, the turn-based yes. elements. Like, honestly, I did a little write-up about Indie World um, after the, the showcase aired, and this was my favorite announcement from it, just because it looks like everything you could possibly want from a spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, all those Super Nintendo RPGs. Like, graphically, the pixel art looks incredible. Even just the overworld segments they showed look a lot like the Chrono Trigger overworld, where it's those, those cute little sprites moving around on these really detailed maps. The combat system looks looks great as well like everything about it just looks like everything that a fan of those games would be waiting for like it just looks absolutely stunning and i was very effusive as i was <laughs> writing out my notes for that like if you look at the google doc where i was writing my notes i just had like five exclamation marks in a row when the sea of stars was shown just because <laughs> it, it just looks looks excellent so i'm really eagerly anticipating it for yeah, sure i i was i listen i was eagerly anticipating it until the release date was holiday 2022 yeah it was yeah. like really like what are we doing here guys so like ahead. i know it's but... so far ahead the fact that they're even slating it for holiday 2022 makes me think it's going to get delayed to 2023 like why why even announce that far a full year in advance I don't know. It seems seems like eh, all right. Uh, they're aspirational like, I, at the very least. You gotta give sure. them that. No, I guess so. But it, it was like I was like very hype on that trailer, and then the release date happened. And I was like, well, never mind. I guess I will not get excited about. I mean, this thing. I was following this game from its initial Kickstarter, and there was no release date for that obviously, mm. with it being a Kickstarter. So the fact that they were even trying to put a date on it, I do appreciate it. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt, because whenever you just see a vague holiday release window, that's kind of, like you say, guaranteed that it's not going to actually release uh, yeah. at that time. But at least they're trying. They're trying to have it out on the schedule, and this means that over next year, we'll definitely get some more information about the game. So it's great to see the update, and I'm especially glad that it's coming to Switch as well, because every RPG should be on Switch. I think that's something we should all agree on at this point. And especially such a, a retro-focused RPG such as this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks very good. A strong start. A strong start. And one thing we should add as well, the music is composed by Yasunori Mitsuda, which is insane, given that he's the composer for Chrono Trigger, Xenoblade Chronicles, and a bunch of other classic games as well. So having oh, him yeah. on board means that even if the gameplay doesn't live up to it, the soundtrack will certainly tickle that nostalgia a little bit, you know, uh, elicit those those memories of those incredible scores, hopefully just as good as those, if not even better, who knows? So just there's so much promise involved with it. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you pointed that out because I, I was I was just ready to, to skip past that. But uh, but yeah, that's that's a huge, a huge get. Yeah, uh, you can for, you can count on me to developers. bring up the music stuff whenever possible. So. Thank the thank goodness that we've got you uh, around for that gamble. Um, so this next one, okay, okay, I'm gonna butcher this. Um, Alicia, Alicia, something like that. Alicia, what, what was I, it? I think so. The logo looks like Alicia. The logo, I think so. okay. But the logo is baffling. Right. It says Alicia agree. in like the press release. So I think it's Alicia. A L I I S H A, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, baffling graphic design. Do, do not love that. Um, <laughs> looks kind of like a. It's okay. It looks kind of like a a. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. A, a kind of a 3D platformer with co-op sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they they were really pushing the the teammate aspect. Um, seems like to me it really reminded me of of it takes two. Kind of like a more mm-hmm. a more serious version of of uh, this year's uh, PlayStation exclusive. It takes two. Um, 
Or hold on, is that a PS exclusive? I could be wrong about that. I think it's on Xbox. I believe so. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Joseph. Uh, don't 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 cuss at me. He's um, going to rave on us now from the next Game Awards. I'm, that's fair. Yeah, as he as he should. Um, so yeah, it seemed kind of interesting. Um, it looked like it had some really creative input control scheme situation going on. Um, I don't know. Did, did it stick out to you guys at all? Yeah, I mean, it looked cool, definitely. I didn't really understand what I was looking at for the most part, like when it was first being shown off, first because of that baffling logo, and then just with the emphasis on the co-op and stuff and how how much was going on graphically. But the more I looked at the gameplay, it looks really promising. I love the cel-shaded style. More co-op games on Switch is always good. And one thing that I'm only appreciating now that I'm looking at a description of it, the names of the characters are Leisha and Aisha. So now the name Alicia or Alicia makes a lot more sense, and just, my punishment makes me very happy. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a beautiful portmanteau. So it looks it looks lovely. You know, it could be an anime. It takes two, and I don't think an anime version of a game of the year is ever a bad thing at all. Yeah, I think that's that that is that is fine by me. Um, yeah, so I, I'm intrigued by it. Uh, that one's coming out in spring 2022. Again, sort of the vague spring. So to me, that's anywhere from like March to June. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what that means. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of a, a wide window there. So we'll, we'll see what, when, what that looks like uh, a little closer to the time. Um, Loco, okay, Loco Motive was yeah, the next one. This game looks so good. And speaking of wordplay, absolutely, I love. <laughs> oh, I just love Cam- this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a Campbell game, Loco Motive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of um, the one you played a while back, Cameron. Was it called Overboard? With the boat, it did. It That's is, exactly it what I was thinking vibes. of. Yeah. Yes. Um, it reminds me of like Overboard mixed with like Monkey Island or something. Like mm-hmm. it has that kind of classic point and click adventure. You're trying to solve a murder mystery. Um, Although it's a train instead of a cruise ship, unlike Overboard. It looks really, really good. Uh, published by Chucklefish, which is interesting. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I that's even that more was, promising. Yeah, it, exactly, quality right, yeah. right there. Yeah. It, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Um, I was surprised that they they made a point to mention during the trailer that it is fully voice acted, mm-hmm. which I think is unusual mm-hmm. for for this kind of a game, like a pixel art point-and-click adventure. To, to mm-hmm. go really hard on, on voice acting is, is a choice. Um, and I hope it. I hope it delivers because there's probably going to be a lot of dialogue, and th- those kinds of games can get, you know, you're, you, a lot of the times you're you're getting repeat information. You're you're trying to trying to phrase your your interactions in just the right way to get the items you need and stuff like that. So hopefully the uh, the the voice acting is up to the task of uh, you know being worth listening to over over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does look really, really cool. The, the style is incredible. Um, very beautiful pixel art. Um, all the character models look really, really good and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just seems cool. And, and what a great premise. You know, very like Murder on the Orient Express kind of thing. Like, very, very, very cool. Yeah, and, um, and the fact that the three characters you can play as are also the three suspects in the murder is just really fun. You know, like, how are you going to balance that? Yeah, it's really, yeah. really cool. I wonder how the plot will, will play out, you know? Like, it's already such an enticing mystery. So we'll see how it has to exactly. unra- unravel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Campbell. Um, <laughs> it's... Uh... It's very, I wonder if it's one of those ones that has like multiple endings, you know, depending mm. on the characters you're playing or, or it sounds you know I mean? like, like it, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm very, I'm very intrigued uh, by this, by this game. Um, summer 2022. So we got a little, we got a while to wait for that one, unfortunately. And then what a tonal shift going to the next announcement. As oh well. man, 
Oh man. Uh, I think Mark and I both messaged each other at the same time when this when this trailer came up. We're like, oh, Campbell. Like this is Campbell. <laughs> like instantly. Oh, is this um, the music one? This is After yes. Love EP. Oh, okay. After, yeah, this one looks really good. EP. This looks After amazing. I can already feel my heart shattering into a million pieces just <laughs> watching the trailer. It's the story of a guy whose girlfriend passes away, and her dying wish is for him to record an EP or something to that effect, and he hears her voice in his head, and just, like, the whole thing just looks so touching and, and sappy and incredibly sad. It describes itself as a game of love, loss, and lyricism. There's elements of, like, rhythm gameplay where you're playing with your band, and along with this, like, really, I imagine gut-wrenching story along with it so it's just there's so much going on it looks like my jam i'm i've got my tissue box ready for it um it reminds me a lot honestly of when the past was around which was announced at the last in yes. december indie world like it got similar vibes mm. in terms of it being a music focused um heartwarming touching tear-jerking story so i'm very very interested to see how it turns out especially given that it has this like gameplay loop that mixes visual novel with rhythm gameplay it's such a such an interesting blend so i'm really really looking forward to seeing how it turns out uh yeah it looks really cool in a unique setting too exactly I can't, think of, yeah. I can't think of any game i've played that takes place in uh what is it jakarta indonesia yeah, jakarta indonesia and that really ties yeah. back to what makes the indie world so great as well it really shows off the world of indies showing developers from all over the planet you know we, i don't really even know of many other indonesian indie developers so the fact that they could not only present a game that takes place in jakarta but also give the developer a brief segment to explain the game talk about his background talk about um the the experience of representing his culture in this game it's just so cool to see that kind of representation uh i'm right there with you uh the okay so i didn't play this game but this uh, this game that was just announced, um, After Love EP, the cr same creative director is Coffee Talk. Did any of you guys mm -hmm. play Coffee Talk? I did play that, yeah. Nice. So same same creative director, um, which is interesting. Yeah, um, and Coffee Talk was brilliant, you know, very much in oh, the good. vein of... Um, oh my gosh, why can't I remember the name of that? The bartender game with the cyberpunk setting... Um, Necro Barista. Necro Barista. There you go. Mm -hmm. what? My, I completely blanked out on that, but very much in it's that. Okay. It's, what in that vein. it's what I'm here for. Thank you very much, Cameron. What did I do without you? But <laughs> you know, it was very much in that same style. Uh, there was excellent writing along with it. Very, it, it, it like blended a lot of like on the one hand, very down to earth the experience of being a bartender or a barista, but then also very fantastical characters and like otherworldly elements thrown in there, which is a lot of what I can see happening with After Love EP as well. So there's some some great track record behind this awesome yeah i can't, can't wait to see when it when it uh finally comes out uh, again summer 2022 so we got a, a little while a little while to wait for for that one um but it should be good um so this next one um i've actually been playing because they they because they dropped it <laughs> uh the day of the direct dungeon munchies which is a a 2d side-scrolling uh dungeon crawler game Kind of a kind of a loot game, kind of a like Dead Cells style uh, action game. Really incredible pixel art, very 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 good pixel art. Um, the trailer I thought was a really good trailer. I thought I don't know what you guys thought of it, but uh, a very excellent oh, yeah. Power, yeah, it Power really Rangers, interesting. It very good fun. Power Rangers reference uh, right at the beginning, which I appreciated. Um, I don't know if you guys caught that, but uh, some good Rita Repulsa vibes from the. <laughs> from the necromancer there um 
it's cool. It's um, I've been enjoying it. I'll, I'll do. I'll have an indie snippet up for it in the next couple of days here. Um, I, I thought I. I thought I was done with the game because I thought it was like a short indie game, but I turns out in, in classic indie fashion there is much more than meets the eye um, once you get a little further into the game. So if you're looking for like a like a fun kind of a low stakes uh, dungeon crawler, this is my my, my thirty second uh, review here. Very very fun. Very 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 low key. Great great music. Uh, the the music is really really a standout for me in this game so far. Um, I'll have more to say on it when I when I finally do beat it. But if you if that the trailer appealed to you, I, I can definitely recommend it. It's a pretty cool pretty cool game so far. I didn't catch the developer of that one, but it seemed like it was nobody I recognized. But I did appreciate that they did the shadow drop thing. Like I love that they always do that with at least one or two games. Um, during the indie directs, I think that's just a great, a great again, a great tradition, a great Christmas tradition, holiday, uh, you know, ho- holiday games that just appear randomly on the eShop. I think it's great. What was this next one here? Figment Two. Uh, oh boy, am I reading this right? Creed Valley. I might you be... are indeed reading it right. Yeah, and this was one of my personal highlights of the direct, only because it opened with the developer talking about the game. Then he picked up his guitar and sang us a little song. And to me, if a Danish man ever <laughs> serenades me, that's a highlight of my day. Um, it was really charming, and this game looks it, it looks really fun, you know. Um, and only does it look fun, but they released a demo afterwards as well, and I got the chance to play it for a little bit. Um, and it's a really nice kind of I don't want to call it like a Bastion clone at all, but it has that same kind of vibe mm-hmm. in terms of a, the isometric, isometric perspective set in a, you know, airborne world with a bunch of floating platforms as a narrator talking about everything you're doing. But what really kind of sets it apart is it has a greater emphasis on music. Like everything is set to a rhythm of some sort. Like it even opens with these little drops dripping off of a, a rooftop and they like they hit the ground and they plop in a rhythmic fashion and starts like the percussion line of the background music. And it was really, really charming that way. And the game itself is, is quite fun. You know, you just go around the world, you whack at some enemies and there's this, a few boss battles that are designed in the vein of you like trying to, it takes place in a care in somebody's mind and you're trying to fight off their insecurities and doubts. So one that you fought was like the representation of, I think noise, or like in fear of like loud noises. Um, so you fight that off you. Um, and it's just, it's really charming that way. Perhaps the gameplay was, a, it felt a little sluggish to me. The action, the movement was a bit slow, but there was a lot of charm involved with it nonetheless. And the narrative focus, that 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 emphasis on music, and just this kind of upbeat vibe, it, it's quite promising. So I'm looking forward to seeing how the final project turns out. Mm, and and that one we don't have long to wait. Actually, uh, February of this of next year, I should say. So that one's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. Uh, I I do wish more of these games had demos, but I, I, it's understandable right. when when so many of them aren't coming out to like the summer or something like that. So um, so yeah, if, if it, it sounds intriguing, if the trailer jumped out at you, if you liked the Danish man singing, uh, I guess check out the demo and 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 try to get a, get a sense of what you what you think the game will be. Um, the next one, what an interesting set of games. Uh, it's a board game collection from a company called Oink Games, something like that. Yes. Uh, I was so um, confused by this one. <laughs> 10 out of 10 company, game, company name, though. Oink Games, loved it. Uh, so it's a board game collection, the tabletop games. Uh, that came out, it's out already. It came out the day of the Direct. 
uh, a timed Switch exclusive, which is uh, it was interesting that they that they pointed that out. Essentially, it looks like um, it looks like this is this is a bad example, but it's it, it kind of struck me as that um, what was that other classic games collection that came out on Switch recently? Monopoly. No, 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 no. Referring uh, to uh, worldwide uh, classics. Yes, 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 yes. It kind of reminded me of that, but obviously with a much mm. smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like we've got four or five different kinds of card games or, or tabletop games that you play with the Switch interface. Um, I'm not familiar with any of these games, so I can't speak to them. Uh, Love the idea of it. Love the idea of the Switch being more of like, oh, it's like you can you can kind of use it as a board game. If you don't want to haul mm-hmm. around board games on like a family trip or something like that, you can use the Switch instead. So I love, love the concept of it. I don't know what any of these games are, <laughs> that being said. Yeah, so. I had no clue what I was looking at for the whole trailer. Yes. I was like, I think this looks fun, but I, I think, don't yeah, understand was, it. Uh, was one of them Snakes and Ladders? I think it was like no, a take on it, I thought. It's probably a take on it. Um what does it have? We've got classic Oinky game titles like Deep Sea Adventure, A Fake Artist Goes to New York, uh, Moon Adventure, <laughs> um, and what's the other one here? Um, Startups. So I don't know. I, again, Never sound very cool. Are these games actually Don't know what classics? any of these are. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, classics to probably a very niche <laughs> amount of people. Degree, yeah. It's yeah, not a classic yeah. to me. It's not a classic to anybody. Yeah, I, I I'm so intrigued by these games. Um, I don't know anything about them. I, I I don't know. It sounds cool. I mean, if you like board games, give it a shot. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is just just like when somebody recommends you like a really good board game. Like, have you guys played Secret Hitler at all? I can't no. say I have. <laughs> what? Oh man, you guys would love it. It's the best. But like, when somebody tells you about a random board game that you've never heard of. Like Secret Hitler, never heard of it, and then you play it, and it's amazing, and then like it becomes kind of this word of mouth thing. So hopefully these games are kind of on that level where it's like, oh, you've never played Moon Adventure, you gotta let me let me pull out my Switch, and we can all play some Moon Adventure. But also, I have no idea. So I don't know. Hopefully one of us at some point gets the chance to check that out. Um, let's skip to the next one here. Um, okay, this one looks rough. Speaking but also... of games that will rip your heart out. Oh my, oh my gosh. god. We have to play it. Um, <laughs> I am and, so okay. scared of this game. <laughs> so first of all, we have to talk about the title. Endling Extinction is Forever. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, really hitting you over the head with it. Of like, hey, was, this is a serious game. Uh, I was messaging Campbell, and I was like, oh, look at the cute fox. I gotta play this one. It reminds me of that one you played a while back, Cameron. The fox oh, game. Yeah. And then, the, like, the baby gets hit by a car, and then it's like, extinction. And I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, I know. Like, it starts out so cute, and then you get to that title. Extinction is forever. These babies are going to die. Deal with it. I was like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's, um... It looks pretty rough, man. Uh, it, it looks really good. It kind of reminded me of, um, like, gameplay-wise... Did you guys play Inside? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely got those vibes from it. Right? Because it has that same sense of, like, hopelessness to it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I uh, hope it doesn't end up as horrifying as Inside ends up by the end of it, but... I yeah. don't know what's gonna it's happen like to these little babies. These little fox babies. So, so it seems like we should we should drill down a little bit here. It seems like uh, you're you're a fox um, mother, father. Who knows? Um, Looking at you're, the description, a, it's a mother. Yeah. Okay, great. So you're a fox mother. You have a bunch of little cubs, and it seems as though you were trying to safely shepherd these little cubs from 
one side of the map to the other, one side of the level to the other. It seems like it's a 2D game, at least that's the vibe I got. Kind of like a stealth sort of action game. Uh, you're trying not to get caught by bad hunters or humans or something. It seems very stressful. Um, so I don't know. I, I Listen, we're going to play it and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, um, just to, to see how how sad it gets. Yeah, we're gonna need to do a full spoiler cast on this game to talk I, about I how so. how much we cried by the end of it. Yeah, it seems uh, very heart wrenching. Uh, spring twenty twenty two, so that's coming out. It's coming out soon enough. Um, excited for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited for it. it. It looks good. Like, I, I don't know, man. I I, I think I've, I've I've ranted about this before about how I think subtlety is like overrated. Uh, if, this, if this game wants to be like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna really just front load this. It's gonna be sad. It's gonna be stressful. Just like, great, yeah. just do I mean, it. Like, why I'm, not? I'm glad like, they're not hiding it at this point. You know what you're exactly. getting into. Something's going to die when you play this yeah, game. Exactly. So I'm very intrigued by that. Um, did okay. Did the 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 sizzle reel happen around this point, or did it happen later? It happened later. Okay, great. Um, I think. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, no, it, it, we'll... happened, it happened later. It was right before the final announcement. Okay, great, great, great. Okay, so we could talk about uh, Ollie Ollie World. They they uh, they mentioned Ollie Ollie World on a different indie showcase. Am I wrong about they that? They did indeed, yes. Okay. I think it was in like the one in April or something like got that. Got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it still looks good. Uh, anything else we want to call out about Ollie Ollie World? It looks really cool. It will hopefully be really good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and... it's been a long time since it was uh, announced. We talked about mm. it at, uh, it was like before the last Indie World even, I feel yeah. like at this point. Yeah. And yeah, it's you're totally right. It's interesting because going into this, I thought that this was one of the prime candidates for a shadow drop during this direct. I, I thought it was <laughs> going to come out uh, uh, during the middle of the trailer, and then it didn't. And um, it was not. And instead, we got pre-order bonuses, so that's uh, always uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but we uh, did get a release date, at least. So February 8th. February 8th. So not, not too far. Not too long to wait. Um, is, yeah, the original on, uh, is the original on Switch? Yes, I believe they're both the first, on Switch. The yes. first two are on gotcha. Switch. Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't I remember if that was a uh, PS3, PS Vita exclusive. Or no, not. they were even uh, on it was Wii U for, back It was in the for day. a while. It was for a while, but they did port uh, both of those games to Switch. Gotcha. Have you played them? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I played a demo for Ali Ali World or Ali Ali World, uh, the original Ali Ali, and it was got really it, good. It. I was like, good, really man. into it. I do want to the music. Eventually, incredible. The music oh, yeah. is unbelievable. So hopefully, hopefully Ali Ali, even though Ali Ali World has a completely different art style. I'm hoping it kind of keeps the same vibe of just like a chill game, great music, like awesome combos. Like I hope it kind of, it seems like it's going to sort of continue that trend just with a slightly different art style. So I don't know. I hope uh, I hope it's as good as, as we hope it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one, actually, I didn't know this was in the works. So this was a, a wonderful surprise to me. Uh, River City Girls 2. This was amazing. Uh, this looks great. <laughs> it looks yes. so good. The original River City Girls was excellent. Absolutely excellent. Great beat-em-up. Yeah, yes, love that. Wonderful. I'm just so happy to see such a beat-em-up renaissance going on right now between you know Streets of Rage 4, River City Girls. We've got TMNT coming out, and now River City Girls 2. And yeah. the trailer was great. The music was just bomb. It was amazing, the soundtrack they had going on with it. The gameplay looks just as incredible as ever, along with a bunch of new playable characters. Yeah. So, like, that was crazy. Like, weren't there just, like, two characters in the original 
there was two there was so. two characters and two unlockable characters there we go yeah it's been a while since i played it so it's crazy yeah. to see them like now he has like i think it was total of six, six at least which is and, and probably probably yeah probably secret unlockable character exactly, dlc yes. or anything so it was great you know way forward had announced this via like a tweet or something a few months ago but it was just like a logo at that point so it's great to see it in action looks fabulous cannot wait to see more of it yeah and uh, and way, way forward's been really hitting it out of the park lately oh um, yeah oh yeah so you know congrats to them i guess they, they've been really it feels as though they really i know for a while way forward was like oh they just do like mobile ports they just do whatever licensed tie-ins or whatever but it seems like lately they've really been uh, just crushing it so hopefully this this mm-hmm. continues that trend um when this game finally comes out in summer 2022 did, did you play the original river city girls mark no, I've never played them. The only oh, really <laughs> beat 'em ups I've actually like fully played through is probably like Simpsons Arcade, maybe. Sure. Oh wow. Okay. Absolute so, masterpiece. So, okay, got of it. course. Yes. Yeah, we've got we've gotten through that one because they used to have it at the uh, the camp I went to as a kid, and we got through uh, the Simpsons oh, Arcade. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice. I'm not really into beat 'em. Oh, Battletoads. I completely forgot about that one. I did play Battletoads on uh, Xbox, the new um, reboot of it, and that one was really good too. Oh, I forgot you had its problems, that. Yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not huge into the beat 'em up genre, but I'm like, I'll play them. You know, especially with friends, yeah. like I'm down to play a beat 'em up with three other people. Yeah, it's and it, and this one does the does the the co op aspect particularly well. I mean, again, it's on Switch. Um, talking about the original River City Girls, um, mm-hmm. so it's great to just snap off a Joy-Con and and play with your friend or partner or whatever. It's it's uh, I don't know, man, Mark. You you should probably I don't know if you if you have the the time and the energy uh, and you just want something fun to play with your girlfriend or your brother or something like it's really really good. Probably. Um, and you'll <laughs> I'll and, probably well, get it one day. And you'll appreciate like like there's a lot of like really classic anime and manga references. Like I think you'll appreciate um, just a lot of this. The style, the style is unbelievably mm-hmm. good. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 surprisingly hyped for for River City Girls too. I think it's gonna be great. Um, Probably okay. It's way forward. This, <laughs> it's way forward. How, how bad yeah, could it be? Exactly. Um, yeah. How bad could it be? How bad could it be? Oh boy, how bad that's, it that's be? a dangerous, a dangerous <laughs> thing to say. Let's just say it again. Um, just jinx the whole thing. <laughs> no, why would you do this? Um, okay, so we had a sizzle reel. I I didn't write anything down from this, so you guys are gonna have to help me out here. Uh, but because I was so distracted by something that happened early in the sizzle reel that completely, yes, I, yes. I, I like I, I blacked out for a second because I was like, I <laughs> yes. this was happening. This was the yes. weirdest um, <laughs> sizzle reel. Why did they just cram this thing into a sizzle reel? Un- it was unbelievable. Uh, we are criminal, referring to- criminal, criminal. Yeah, Mark, mm-hmm. why don't you why don't you mention what? Chicory uh, a the- colorful tale. It was the best game this year. I still mm-hmm. think it's my number one game of the year. I absolutely wow. adored that game on PS5 playing. I'm so glad it's on Switch. Because more yeah, people it, should play it. It's really and, good. And guess what, Mark? Millions will because this game dropped on yep. Switch as soon as the direct was over. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and they just <laughs> and they just skated over it in a sizzle reel. They're like, oh, chicory. Also, it's out today. Okay, next game. Like, <laughs> and then they move no to these random like, oh, here's this random city builder game. Here's this game that you don't really care about probably. And then, oh wait, here's. One of the most critically acclaimed games of the year. <laughs> Just yeah, throw it really. in there. Makes no sense whatsoever. But I was so excited <laughs> to see this because I've heard you rave about this game so much, Mark, yes. and I really wanted to play it. But it's like, <laughs> you know. it's literally, it's so good. I like, know. everyone should play it. It's like an art tool. But you, what's cool about it is you get to fill in the world. But it's also sort of like a uh, like an adventure game. 
and there's like a lot of cool boss battles and the music's just fantastic and the characters are just like it's a blend between just like cool and cute especially the main character has um i'm not sure what type of dog breed um the main character is chicory's the rabbit by the way that's not the main character you get the name the main mm-hmm. character but um that's something we got to save for uh, another segment when we talk about the full game since uh, yes, the opening will, when you choose your name is just genius just everything will, about will, it is so well executed we will definitely talk about it on the show now that we all uh because personally i have been holding off buying it because i, I wanted to pick it up on the playstation after mark's rave review on the website and after hearing literally mark you've been talking about it for for six months now um so i've been like wanting to play it so it's been on my wish list for the playstation store for a really long time but listen if it's gonna be on switch like i'm gonna get it on switch Switch. (laughs) one thing i should add as well this version is confirmed to have touch controls on switch which is excellent because i remember mark one of your complaints was that the controls for a actual console controller weren't that great so yeah they were they were really good they were really refined but the problem is that just you can't get that exact precision without a mouse since it is like Mm -hmm. an art tool at its core Mm -hmm. and that was my big problem with it like the playstation touchpad worked great but I feel like on Switch, if you buy like one of those external styluses or something like that, like I feel like that'd just be perfect. Oh wow! Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do a little compare and contrast when um, when we finally review it on on mm-hmm. the podcast. Can't cannot wait for that. Um, so that was to me the big takeaway from that sizzle reel. Again, I, I I was so distracted by the fact that that came out that I didn't I didn't write down a single other game <laughs> that came out. So I feel a little bad about that. Um, but did anything jump out at either of you guys? I, I, I Again, I didn't catch anything. Another one that um, really stuck out was Timely. Um, yeah, I was about and, to say that one. Yeah, because we actually reviewed that on the site for PC last year, and I played uh, an early build of it on PC, and it's an absolutely brilliant puzzle game. Uh, check out our review. Our writer called it like a, a masterpiece. It's a truly, oh, wow. truly exceptional puzzle game that kind of went under the radar for a lot of people because it was only on PC. But there's a demo of it available on Switch today, and it's actually available to purchase on Switch too. Um, so I've been playing through the Switch version demo a bit. It holds up great. It's an isometric puzzle game that's all about fast-forwarding and rewinding time. Oddly enough, it kind of reminds me a bit of the Devolver Digital game Katana Zero, where that game was all all about rewinding time and again and again and again to try and create a strategy to get through a room. It's a lot like that, where you get to a room, you see that there's a lot of, say, robots that are going to kill you if they see you, and you have to plan out your route knowing the patterns that they take throughout the room and how things in the environment interact with each other. You have to plan out how you're going to go through that, and you can uh, trace your route through that, try again and again, rewind, try again, and it's an immensely satisfying loop as you go through it. It also adds an adorable cat to it which absolutely makes it 10 out of 10 just for that characteristic alone um, it really is an <laughs> exceptional game so i'm very glad that it's getting a console release now awesome great uh, yeah i love that um yeah i'll have to check out that demo it sounds pretty cool um what about you mark did anything else or were you too blindsided by the chicory thing as well yeah i was completely blindsided by chicory i haven't even gone back and i feel bad taking a look at the other games but yeah, Chicory stole the show. And Timeline. Yeah, I, timeline looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Another thing awesome. that was shown off was Don't Starve Together, which I think has been a long time in the making. It's like a co-op version of Don't Starve. Oh, yeah. Yes. So yes, yes, it was yes. good to get a bit of an update on that. Uh, it's going to be coming out in spring 2022. So good to get that squeezed in there as well. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's... 
I, I have Don't Starve. I have some version of it. It was like mm-hmm. it was a PS Plus game like forever ago. So right. like I have a copy sitting somewhere in my digital library. Never touched it. It's just like I just <laughs> yeah. don't I just don't have yeah. the I don't have the energy to 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 learn how to play that game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I played it back on Wii U a lot yeah. uh, because it was on sale at some point, one of those big indie sales. Um, it's a fun enough survival sim. You know, it's not like one of my favorite games ever, but it's nice to see the franchise continuing and branching out into new directions and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, but I I actually just pulled up a list of all the games that were shown off in the sizzle reel, and there's another one that really stuck out. Uh, it's Behind the Frame, The Finest Scenery. This oh, game does look right. stunning. I think we talked about this before, Cameron. Uh, it looks yeah. so, so beautiful. A point-and-click game that just looks like it's so overwrought to call a game something like a playable Ghibli movie. But it just looks a lot like a Ghibli movie. You know, like it's just so pretty. <laughs> it's so, so pretty. Yeah. The last time Did we you, said uh, that. You know what got delayed 80 times. Are we talking about Hoa? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Campbell, don't do it again. Did, did you happen to see a release date on that one? I, did, I didn't um, notice. Yes, it is coming out in spring of 2022. Oh, great. Okay, Just great. like yeah, we'll everything to... else in this presentation. Yeah, let's 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 follow up on that one because um, yeah, I am intrigued by that one. I remember hearing about it forever ago and, and being really like, okay, it looks really good. And truly delightful um, that it's coming to Switch, too. Uh, point and click genre is excellent for oh, portable devices. Truthfully, I, I have I am I am so much more inclined to play a, a, that kind of game on the Switch than Honestly. on my laptop or oh, on yeah. a PlayStation. Yeah. Like, just I'm so much more like it's just so much easier. Like, I don't know, it's something about that kind of game. Like, I love doing it mobile. I think that's just it speaks to me in that way. Um, all right, let's let's wrap this up here. So there was one one final. They did you know the classic like all right that's it. Actually, here's one more. Um, O Omori, an RPG with a beautiful, beautiful kind of a colored pencil art style. Uh, what, what did you guys think about this this uh, trailer? Is this like a sequel to something or something that's been anticipated? Um, no, uh, no, <laughs> not not that I can not that I can because people were um, like exploding over it. And yes, I was like yeah, it looks yeah, good. But I didn't a... know if there was like some cultural relevance or something uh, like it's that. just it's just very well acclaimed like it's been a, it's been an indie hit mm-hmm. on i think it's i think I it was think a just Steam. on pc yes just gotcha. on pc okay. yeah so it's one of those now. games that like everybody who played it like loved it so the fact yes. that it's coming to switch like people mm-hmm. are really excited about yes it's that. a kind of thing of where i saw a lot of like let's players reacting to it and stuff it's big on youtube because there's a lot it's the kind of game that elicits big reactions you know gotcha. very subversive in terms of what you can expect from it um i didn't really know much about it when it was announced but then i looked into it and i was like oh it has twenty-five thousand favorable reviews on steam okay wow. this is a big deal now mm-hmm. um and it it looks really insane and from what i know it's one of those games that's better the less you know going into it so i'm trying not oh, okay, to okay, know great. anything yeah, was... about it at this point but it does seem like gotcha. really exciting so when it does come out i'm i'm very interested in giving it a shot and seeing what kind of horrors lie in wait with this one <laughs> yeah i uh, i was just looking at some screenshots right now but i, I closed it after you said that the the, the more you know or the, it's better to know less um so i'm excited about that um Oh, I forgot to write down the date for that one as well. Did you happen to catch the release date for that? I think it was just spring 2022. Yeah, spring 22. Awesome. Spring 2022. Going to be a packed spring for indie games. Exactly. It really is, yeah. Um, it will. I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, sick. All right. Well, that that was the indie indie world showcase. I thought very strong overall. Like sometimes you watch these, and I'm like, yeah, I'm excited for like one or two of these. Truthfully, every single one of these is at least piqued my interest. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was to me very very good, and I, and I appreciate that they focused, you know, just twenty minutes, twenty whatever it was, twenty two minutes, all a really solid show rather than like a bloated like forty five minute thing where you just kind of stopped caring halfway through. I just appreciate that it was compact. It was very very good all the way throughout. I mm-hmm. very well done on this uh, on this particular indie world direct. I was very very good mm-hmm. about that. And it was also really nice that every single game, barring all the ones that were weirdly smushed together into that sizzle reel, every game that was part of the main show got like almost the exact same amount of time. We got like two to three minutes on each game with some developer commentary, giving each game the time it needs to be introduced to the audience and really shown off for all its merit. It was really nice and really did justice to each of these creations. It's just, I love the way they present these games because it does so much. It pays homage to these indie developers and really does does its due diligence in giving them the respect they deserve and introducing them to a really, really broad audience with such a diverse array of games. I'm always really just delighted at the sheer range of titles that you get with this. We had just about every single genre represented here. There was so much variety. It was very, very exciting. I always love these. I'm very glad that we got another one before the year came to a close. Yeah, um, I am right there with you. Um, Mark, any, any final thoughts? Everything was good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was, was nothing good and... outside, outside of Chicory. There was nothing that really, like, you know, blew me away. But everything, lo- sure. well, maybe Sea of Stars looked really good. But, oh, yeah. uh, you know, everything just looked good. Okay, one thing I should add, though, that I just found out is that the Japanese version of the Indie World Direct actually opened with Chicory, with giving Chikori. it a yeah. whole trailer. Oh, like, why weird. didn't they do that in the West? Like, I understand Sea of Stars is a great way to open the show, but Chicory absolutely deserves that. So it's weird that they, they didn't do that worldwide. Yeah, that is, what it, uh, that's baffling. I had no idea about that. That's, what a, what a great detail. Good, uh, good find, uh, Campbell. Wow, that's interesting. Um, well, that being said, go play Chicory. Um, we're going to take a quick break, come back with a, a short little Indie World... Oh, my God. I was going to say, gonna come back with a short Indie World showcase. Going to come back with a little Indie uh, spotlight, and then we're going to call it a night. We're going to keep this one short and sweet for you, so stay tuned. We'll be right back.
and we're back. So since we just spent the entire episode talking about indie games, we're going to end the episode by talking about even more indie games. Uh, one of the most interesting games that came out this year uh, finally released on Switch. And I played it on Steam. It's called Loop Hero. And now I'm playing it again on Switch. And it's great. Uh, I at, During the time when I was playing it on my laptop, I was like, damn. I cannot wait for this inevitably to come to Switch. And then, uh, lo and behold, it did. And it's, it's really one of those games that just benefits in every way from being on a handheld. Do you guys know anything about this game? I forget. I mean, I know everything I know about it was from when you talked about it, I think in between segments on the show, back when you were reviewing Got it. it. So, but I still don't. I never really understood what it was. It's a kind of game that seems to defy easy description. In it's a way. Uh, truly difficult <laughs> to talk about, just because it's the mechanics are so strange. Um, so how it works is, um, I'm, I'm not going to talk about story or anything like that because the story is actually kind of interesting. Uh, but how the game like mechanically works. So you're looking at it uh, like a top-down view. Everything's kind of in like an eight-bit style. Uh, character portraits are actually much more, much, much, much more detailed. But the actual style of of most of the game is very old school. Looks like it looks like King's Quest or something. Like really, really old school, very like eighties. Um, so what your 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 character is a little a little warrior type dude, um, just little blocky kind of adventure looking guy, and he he moves automatically along a loop, the titular loop of Loop Hero. Um, so your character is moved. You don't control him at all. You tell him to stop. You tell him to start. That's all you do. So it's not like an, a traditional RPG where you're like wandering around a map and like randomly encountering enemies and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Your character is just autom automatically moving around this loop. Um, as he's doing that, he's gathering resources depending on tiles that are along the loop. So like if you wander through a forest, you'll pick up a piece of wood. If you uh, build a mountain in a corner of the map, you'll pick up a rock. Um, as you're moving around the loop, enemies are randomly spawning on the track. So like pieces of tile will have will have some flavor text. It's like, hey, every two days, a, a slime will spawn. Yeah, there's a little like um, timer going off in the corner, like that's going from from day to night. Um, so, you know, enemies are spawning on this loop. Your character will, will run into them. You'll enter into kind of a battle phase. But again, you don't control your attacks. You will just automatically attack. It just generates through it. Um, this might sound boring. In practice, it is not. It's actually very, very mechanically interesting. Um, as, you're, as you're going through this loop, you're, you're acquiring loot. You're, you're picking up items. You can equip those items to your character. Um, Again, it's not like a traditional RPG where you're choosing like, okay, I want to cast fireball. I want to, you know, I want to use my broadsword. It's like your character just does all those things automatically, depending on what equipment you have uh, and what you pick up as you as you do the loop over and over and over again. The reason you're running through this loop is you're trying to gather enough resources so that the next time you go back to like your base camp, you have a little base camp, um, you can like build more stuff. And then the more stuff you build, the next time you go in the loop, you'll get different resources. So it, it kind of becomes this like this endless cycle where you're just trying to acquire as much stuff as possible. It's I'm trying to think of it like um um 
like any other kind of grindy game. You're just trying to grind as much stuff as possible and uh, and make those numbers go up. It's very strange. Um, I think I've done a bad job of explaining what this game is, uh, but it's it's much more interesting than it sounds. If that is a sentence that makes sense, um, it's really good. The story is very intriguing. There's kind of this RPG mystery at the heart of it. Uh, published by Devolver, so you, like you know they they don't put out bad stuff. If we've we've talked about Devolver on this podcast a million times. But it's it very much you know holds up to that standard. It's just good if if you have the time, maybe check out the Steam demo. Like because you can you can demo a game on Steam for like an hour or two and, and get a refund if you don't like it. So if if this game sounds intriguing even a little bit, I would like check out a demo of it. And if you're like, oh, I see what they're doing here, I would pick it up on Switch because it very much benefits from being on a handheld. Um, it kind of straddles the line between an idle game and like a clicker game. It's just like kind of something to occupy your brain. It's like the perfect game to have playing while you're like watching TV or like a movie you've seen before or something like that. You can just kind of like check in on it. Um, but it's really, 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 really good. And I, I don't know how else to talk about it without sounding insane. So I'm just going to cut myself off here. But if, if it sounds intriguing, I would, I would recommend you pick it up. I, I don't know. I, again, I feel like the more I talk about it, the more confusing I make it sound. It's really not as confusing as I'm, as I'm doing a ham-fisted job of explaining what it is. Um, it's on my list. It is it's online on the list. as like, well. Yeah, I would say if it, if it goes on sale, if you get the chance to play a demo, like definitely check it out. Maybe try to watch some gameplay footage of it, but I don't know if it will do a, a decent job of explaining that. Like some other games, you can watch footage of it and be like, oh, okay, I get what this is. This one, I don't know if watching footage will, will do anything for you, truthfully. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm enjoying it again on the Switch. So it's very much like the perfect translation of a, of a game that should be on Switch. So I, I don't know. Props to Lupiro, I guess. Um, let's call it there, unless there's anything else we want to shout out before we wrap up tonight's show. Buy Chicory. It's $20. <laughs> Is it $20? I thought it was like $40. No, no, no. It's $20 on insane? Switch. And it's oh double God. gold points. Uh, I think it's double oh. gold points this weekend. So good they're, time to buy They're it. paying you to play the game. Listen, yes. we don't want to. We don't want to <laughs> lose money on this. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> incredible. Um, all right. So let's wrap it up here. Uh, I've been your host, Cameron Dax, and you can find some of my writing over on Goombastomp.com. Um, most recently, I talked about what a chorus, a PlayStation Five game. I'll have an indie snippet up on Dungeon Munchies, which Shadow dropped on the Switch uh, just this week. So keep an eye out for that as well. I'm over on Twitter at Action Daxon. And Mark, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at the Markel. That, of course, is Mark with the C, Cal with the K. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. And right now, over on GoombaStomp.com, you can find my reviews for Hawkeye, which there's only one left coming up. If you want to look at my old review for Chikoria Colorful Tale on PlayStation 5, I'm going to write more coverage about the game uh, this month. But if you want to check out my original review from about six months back, you can, of course, do that. And, of course, I have some Shovel Knight, uh, I almost said dig, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon coverage <laughs> up on the website. Fair enough. And uh, uh, what's your name? Campbell. Uh, where can yes, people that is find my name, you? Campbell. Where like can the people soup. find you on the internet? 
You can find me at, shockingly enough, Goombastomp.com, where I also have a lot of Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon coverage. Um, I did a write-up based on our interview with Yacht Club Game Celia Schilling not too long ago. Um, I also wrote a review of Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. Spoiler alert, it's really good. Uh, also put out an indie game spotlight as well as a top 5 article about this very indie world we just talked about on the show revealing what I think are the five best moments from the show. So if you want to get more in-depth opinions from me on this show, check out that article. And of course, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Twitter at CampbellSGill, uppercase CSG. Oh, lovely. And N-Express is also on social media as well. We are on Twitter at N-Express Nintendo. And of course, we're available to download and rate and review on the podcast platform of your choice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Wherever you're listening to this right now uh, is where you can find it. Uh, amazingly uh, no so feel free to <laughs> feel free to rate and review us more engagement helps more viewers and more listeners rather find the show which is always good for us so thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time bye